Now, the other day, a good friend of mine stopped by. It was Old Man Tom. Old Man Tom. Well, that's what everybody calls him anyway, though I genuinely do not know why that is. I mean, whether it's because he's a wise old soul or, more simply put, he's just older than dirt. I tend to think it's because he's older than dirt. But whatever the reason, he is a very sage individual, having more common sense than a drugstore has pills. Anyway, he came by and said, Good morning, Charles. Morning, Tom. Hey, Charles. As I was drinking coffee this morning, I felt a great need to offer you some encouragement. Never let anyone tell you what you can or cannot do. Well, just look at Beethoven. Everyone told him that he would never be a musician just because he was deaf. But did he listen? (laughs) Well, it was a good morning. And he was just way too pleased with himself over that joke. After his laughter had subsided, he said, Oh, seriously, though, I do have a question for you. A question, not a joke. Oh, yes, a question. Okay. What do you think sin is? I'd have preferred a joke. Oh, you're developing a sense of humor. Excellent. Anyway, this is what has been on my mind this morning. And, you know, it couldn't hurt to simply talk about it, you know, over coffee, could it? You, Tom, are a very unique individual. Yes, I am. Now, how about that cup of coffee? It will help you ease into this. All right, all right. Come on in. I'll put some coffee on. And with that... We went inside, him grinning from ear to ear, and me, well, honestly, I was curious about what he would say next, for as I have said, he is a very wise man, possessing a ton of common sense. Well, dad jokes aside. Now, as old Tom is waiting for the coffee to brew, my name is indeed Charles, And this here is the Coffee Side Chat series on the Simple Not Shallow Podcast. Now this podcast is for those who want a deeper faith and not an aggressively mediocre one. Now this series is a collection of stories conveying very real things about the Christian faith and about loving God. And... Communicating real things about the Christian faith does indeed mean that Scripture will be referenced in these stories. But, you know, rather than breaking up the flow of a good story with chapter and verse listings, I will simply list where they occur in a transcript of this story, which will be posted in the show notes for this episode. That way, you can check out all the references for yourself. 
and make sure that I did indeed have enough coffee in me before putting this all together. Also, and this, my friend, is of utmost importance, it needs to be noted that these stories are being enjoyed while I am nursing this here cup of coffee which is sitting on the table right beside me. Well, this is, after all, a coffee-side chat. Also, before delving into this any further, I do want to mention our sponsor. Yes, I am sponsored. This podcast is sponsored by our book, Psalms 1-72, through 72, A Simple Not Shallow Presentation. This is a presentation of the first 72 Psalms, one that allows the Scripture to be Scripture and the poetry to be poetry. It is a beautiful read. It is easy to read. And it does reveal the profound prayerfulness found in the Psalms. Now don't worry. I like you so very much. I have provided a couple of links just for you in the show notes for this episode. You're very welcome. So, go ahead, if you want to, collect your copy today. And for the now, grab yourself some coffee and let's begin with this story, this conversation with Old Man Tom. Now, once his coffee was in hand, Tom said, Now, do you remember us talking about God's thoughts being different from ours? Well, yeah. Is that the source of your question today? Well, it is fairly interesting, don't you think? I mean, as that relates to sin? Tom, to be completely truthful with you, I've never really thought about it before. Fair enough. Well, this being so, a good place to begin is with what we think sin is, and go from there, don't you think? So, what do you think sin is? I said, okay, uh, well, breaking one of the Ten Commandments, I suppose, or doing one of those things found on those lists in the New Testament, right? Uh, you know, don't murder, lie, steal, slander, cheat, that type of thing. To which he said, Oh, that is a good start. But what else is there? What else? Ooh, Tom, that, that, that's all I know. He said, Oh, come on, Charles. I know you're more thoughtful than all that. Okay, okay, uh, what else, what else? Um, I don't know, Tom. Uh, doing bad things, in general. He just smiled and shook his head. And then he said something a little strange. He said, Now we've been talking about the two greatest commandments, have we not? Now, okay, that wasn't the strange part. Here is where it got just a little weird. He said, What do they tell us that sin is? I tend to think that I'm a pretty sharp guy, you know, one who has at least three or possibly even four of his ducks in a nice little row. But just then, 
I was coming up short. So I asked him to hold on just a second while I looked the passages up. First, I turned to the one in Matthew and began reading. It said to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. But honestly, I didn't see anything about sin there. So I quickly examined two other passages where these commands are both mentioned, one being in Mark and the other in Luke. And except for adding the words with all your strength to how we are to love God, I just didn't find much of a difference. I didn't see anything about sin. And so I said, Tom, I don't see nothing, man. You don't see nothing? Oh, Charles, that is so disappointing. Well, I'm sorry, Tom, but... And before I could say anything else, he stopped me, put his hand on my shoulder and said, Charles, that, sir, is the worst grammar I have heard in a long, long time. (laughs) That was two jokes in one day. For him, that was quite the accomplishment. And honestly, what could I say? He was right. This was not my most eloquent moment. He then said, But honestly, after all our coffee time conversations together, You don't see anything. I said, Tom, brother, I may not be the brightest bulb in the shed. I admit that. But I'm also not the dimmest, I don't think. But I do have to say that I am not seeing anything here about sin. Fair enough. Let me take you on a little journey and see if that doesn't help to brighten things up for you. Brighten things up for me. Okay, three jokes, one day. And all I could say was, gee, thanks. Anyway, he said, did Jesus come to abolish or to fulfill the law and the prophets? This one I knew, and so I said, um, it's to fulfill them, right? But I don't see how that question helps reveal what God may be saying about sin here. Oh, understood, understood. But follow me here for just a second. Jesus did not come to cancel the Bible, nor did he come to change it by throwing out some parts while adding in others. Rather, he came to bring a fullness, a depth of revealed meaning to the Bible. He came to show the underlying, deeper connections that run throughout it. And with this in mind, well, go ahead, read that account in Matthew just once more, but this time, include the very next verse. All right, I said, and I read, Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and the second, love your neighbor as yourself, and then, The very next verse said that all of the law and the prophets are based on these two commands. And when I had finished reading this, I looked up at Tom and rather profoundly said, And... To which he replied, And all the law and the prophets 
all the teaching in Scripture is based on them, and you still do not see it. Well, if all the commands and teachings are indeed based on these two greatest commandments, then so too are those that teach us what sin is, such as the Ten Commandments and all those others. So they are also then based on loving God and our neighbor. So sin is that which does not come from loving God and our neighbor. Isn't that profoundly interesting? Now, I may have looked just a little befuddled at this point, because he simply continued. Would it surprise you that Scripture itself tells us why all the other teachings are based on the two greatest commands? Oh, yes, it does. Well, let me share with you what one of those passages is, and, well, you look it up and read it for me. It is Romans chapter 13. Verses 8 through 10. I said, All right. And here is what I read Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, shall not give false witness, shall not covet, and whatever other commandments there are, are all summed up in this saying, well, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love doesn't harm a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Now, when I looked up from reading, Tom said, Now, we know that Jesus came to fulfill the law, right? And we just heard that love fulfills the law. By the way, isn't that intriguing? But, more to our point, have you begun to see what God includes in His understanding of sin? Ah, I see. The light is beginning to dawn for you. He was right. Or at least I thought I was beginning to understand. So I offered up this thought. I said, To not love is a sin. And the biggest smile I had ever seen began to spread across his face. Well, yes, yes, indeed. And here are two last things for your consideration as you work through this. First, right after saying that he came to fulfill the law and the prophets, Jesus says that if we stay angry with a brother, we are as guilty of sin as if we had killed him. And if we look lustfully at another person, we are as guilty of the sin as if we had done the deed. Staying angry, nursing a grudge, and entertaining lustful thoughts about someone. Well, these are not things done from love, are they? Oh, and wait, wait until you hear the second of those two things. 
This is really going to blow your mind. John tells us that the one who does not love his neighbor does not even know God. Isn't that a mind blower? Now, here's a question. How can we have faith in a God that we do not know? We can't. Now, how does that tie into what we've been talking about? Well, God, speaking through Paul in the book of Romans, says something that ties this all together. We are told that everything that does not come from faith is a sin. And since we must love to have faith in God, if we do not love, then everything we do is a sin. Now, once again, my eloquence overtook me, and I just sat quietly, simply nodding my head as I stared into my coffee cup, thinking about all that had just been said. This was going to take more than just a moment or two to process. And, thankfully, as I have mentioned before, old Tom, among many other things, is an astute observer of the human condition. And, Seeing that I was going to need more than just a moment or two to process all of this, well, he very graciously asked if I wouldn't mind if we continued at a later date. Because, you see, at the moment, he was almost late for a dinner date with his daughter, and that just would not do. To which I said, Oh, yes, Uh, yes, of course, Tom. Thank you so much for stopping by. Have a great dinner, and tell your daughter I said hello. To which he said, Thank you, I certainly will. And with that, he headed out the door and off to dinner. And I? Well, I headed back to the stove to put on more water for another French press. The French press, the most excellent way to make a pot of coffee. Anyway... What do you think? Well, about all of this. If you don't mind, let me know all about it in this episode's comment section. Simply click on the link provided in the show notes, or copy and paste it if you need to. And once on this episode's homepage, scroll on down, and you'll find that comment box and can share away. Thank you for doing so. Also, also, please rate this episode and subscribe to this podcast through the podcast service of your choice. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whichever you prefer. Well, until next time then, may you grow brighter in your relationship with Christ and may your wits about it never grow dimmer.